When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Hi. Okay, so Bradley, uh, you are not alone. You have had to cancel a vacation, right? Yes. You're supposed to actually be on that vacation right now. Yeah, exactly. So you guys, I know I'm not alone, as Colleen said, and I know there are a lot of people who had their spring vacations put on hold or most likely canceled. I mean, we all want to say postponed. Mm -hmm. If you're not alone, I want to know what you guys are doing instead. Like, did you rebook trips to like later this year or next year even? Did you even have the option of doing that? Like, what, how did this process go down and how are you uh, dealing with it now? 651-641-1071, you can call that number. I realize that this is uh, first world problems and there are a lot of different problems and um crises of a much greater nature facing the world we talk about them regularly however i think it's important to just have this moment with the fact that yeah like plans change significantly um in this moment and i'm just curious like how that plays out for people because we have a very specific story you know um we were supposed to go actually today today i should be in florida getting ready for a couple days before our cruise. Our cruise would be leaving this coming Sunday. Oh, okay. So how are you doing with that? First of all, like, are you just imagining constantly what you should be doing? Well, no. And also what is your alternative plan at this point? Right. So, um, the answer to your first question is no, because I have a partner who's doing that. Like he's in the place where he'll keep you updated. He's giving the updates on where we should be and what we should be doing right now. And then just, you know, sad face emojis, which like, I, I totally am there. Like I have those, like, for example, I got in my car today. Do you know what Google told me? how long it took to get to the airport from your house yeah it goes you need to go to the airport now and i was like no i don't you loser you're so mean google you fickle jerk um but it's just like those reminders which are i i find them to be somewhat delightful because it's like oh well you know that was gonna happen i'm not really losing any sleep over it although i will tell you the the more interesting thing for me has been the trajectory of what we're going to do instead. Yeah. So where are you with that? We're not doing anything, which well, I is mean, a totally different place. Meaning from... like right now or in general? <laughs> just ever. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> so originally we were just going to um, rebook this cruise for a later date. Right. And I think a lot of people were doing the same thing. Now we were, we had booked, see the the frustrating thing about this cruise is, we're really kind of 
type A about our cruises. Mm -hmm. So we had booked this cruise well over a year ago and right. had everything long since planned. The good news is um, the way this all shook out, you know, the cruise lines have been very, very um, flexible mm -hmm. and have allowed people to not only rebook for later times, but also just get straight up refunds. Right. Which was not the the way to do things. Now, we had also purchased trip insurance, so we were good in that front, should they have decided otherwise. so But we just decided to cancel and um, not rebook anything. And so you're just kind of, you're taking, as we call it, as everybody calls it, the wait and see approach. Yeah. Like, at first, we were going to rebook to next year because they were offering, like, huge incentives um, I mean, the cruise lines right now, you guys, this yeah. is where we're at. Yeah. So I get emails regularly from one particular cruise line that I, of which I like to go to the casino uh -huh. when I'm on board. Yep. And they have been sending me offers for free cruises for interior rooms this summer. Oh my gosh. I am not for going on no summer? cruise. I am not going on I no cruise. I don't think they're going on no cruise. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, they they have bent over backwards yeah. um, to allow people to rebook. I'm like, I'm very sort of, I think I'm in a good place. I'm yeah. like, you know, if we're meant to be on cruise ships in the future, we'll go on They'll one. happen. Uh-huh. 651-641-1071. Uh, what are you doing instead of your travel plans? Christy's on the line. Hi, Christy. Christy, what are you doing? Hey, we were supposed to go to Sanibel tomorrow. Uh, week. We had a timeshare reserved. Uh, um, yeah, booked it back in February. So excited. Just couldn't wait and just going to lay by the beach. Yeah. Have a really nice, you know, just nice time with the two of us. And... Of course, with all of this going down, I kind of waited just to see. Yeah. But my daughter works for the airlines, and she was like, Mom, you better not fly. That's not necessary, is yeah. all that. So <sighs> we canceled. Um, they let us book out a year oh, good. from now for okay. the timeshare. But as far as my airline yeah. reservations and all that, we got a refund. But oh, I have like a voucher. Mm -hmm. That I can use, but I have to use it by the end of December. Oh, okay. So like a an e credit or something. Kinda. E yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Oh, well, I'm sorry you're not going too. to Sanibel. Are you guys doing anything to mark the occasion? Are you going to like put on your um, you know, shorts this weekend? <laughs> your wide brimmed hat and sit in the front yard and read a book. Have a have a drink with an umbrella. Yeah. Or something. Oh. Yeah. We should. That's you should. a great idea. Yeah. Thanks, Christy. Thanks, Christy. I will say I had two friends who were supposed to be. I don't, I'm going to get it wrong where they were supposed to be, like maybe in the Dominican Republic or something. Yeah. And they, um, for the week that they were supposed to be there on an anniversary vacation, yeah. they pretended that they're, they would just take pictures. They didn't pretend the whole time, but they would take pictures of themselves in their resort where oh, in their house. That's delightful. Yeah. As though, and then it snowed. So then they took a picture outside with the snow. I mean, it, Listen, you got to get creative, but there is it is such a it is such a sadness, like a grief when you have spent a long, long time planning for a trip that you and in Minnesota. Yeah. If you have if you have the fortune <laughs> of having a warm weather trip around this time of year, you live for that. Yeah, that's... because this is the long season. 
You know, I will say, and I don't know, I it's just how I react to the world. But in this moment, the key thing I keep saying, like, because Jamie will bring something up and I like I'm totally all in. I get it. I'm there. But then I'll be like, but here's the cool thing. Like this weekend, I'm making pizza mm-hmm. and we're going to be home with the dog all weekend. Yeah. So like I Which am is such an introvert thing to be delighted. Right? by. <laughs> like I'm totally excited about that. And the fact that it's finally going to be, you know, 60 something yeah. degrees. And again, I just want to get through all this. Yep. Then I can, you know, then I'm going to like have a big, like ugly cry yep. for the, you know, um, aft cabin off the back of the Carnival Horizon cruise ship that's only two years old that has its own private <sighs> pool and private bar for just us that was going to go to, you know, a number of places we haven't been before cruise experience. Like I'll have the cry for that. Wait, I'm sorry. You were going to be in that cabin? So we had, so yeah, the the ship we were going to oh. be on was, that's why we booked it so far out, because it was a new ship. Oh my gosh. And it was called the Havana. They have this whole like neighborhood on this back of the ship. Oh. Okay. See, it's so sorry. it sounds like in this moment, it sounds so ludicrous right, and people no, are just also, rolling their eyes. But, no, they're not. Because here's the thing. Like, I think that, Okay. I'm going to have this moment and I'm sorry to Julian Gale because we're not going to be able to get to Julian Gale. But but like I, I do the same exact thing where I feel like the thing I'm grieving or I'm sad about is such a, a privileged thing to be yeah. sad about. Um, and then you judge that about yourself. But I but it's important to feel the grief of oh, that. Sure. And that's the problem, I think, right now. Not the problem, but I worry about us as a culture because there's a lot of ignoring the fact that this is we are all in a state of deep deep grief and we and not dealing with that or feeling those feelings we do that at our own peril so bradley well, that's my permission <laughs> no for you to like actually grieve the fact that you don't get to take this trip that you were really really looking forward to so i i and i totally appreciate that and thank you i will say though that it's more a fact of like there is a list of grief happening right yeah. now that is very low on my list yeah. of grief. Like oh, yeah. the, uh, like that's why I said when we get to a, a better place, yeah. I am going to have the ugly cry about my cruise that yeah. I didn't get to go on yep. because in the meantime, I got to mourn the fact that about four other things be somewhere with your mother right that I now. don't get to see my mother, that yeah. I'm concerned about her safety and all the things that everybody else is dealing with. Yes. So yes, I thank you. And the good news is you guys, Florida ain't going anywhere. Oh, it's cruise ships. I know. I mean, we don't know. It's Florida. Well, I mean, listen to crazy stupid ideas. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut and say fun vacations will not go away. And God willing, we'll all be able to take them on the other side. Thank you. And good luck to all of you. And just know that sometime in the next seven days, I will be having a coconut flavored beverage with no alcohol in it sounds good i'll have a coconut Lacroix in your honor all right well when we come back on the colleen and bradley show we have to hear the wisdom of princess anne oh god you guys i cannot wait she's a delightful lady and we're gonna hear from her after this on my talk 1071 hi it's the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom Bradley Trainer. What up, Biache? Um, you know, just hanging around. Doing the thing. Waiting for the world to come back. Um, but the reason why we are here today is to do our show and also to talk about Princess Anne. 
I am so excited to tell you um, to go read this story because <laughs> that's oh, basically okay. my job right now for the next <laughs> six minutes or so is to say, run out, grab, oh wait, stay inside, yep. log on to VanityFair.com and read uh, their April 15th uh, article about the royal rebel Prince Anne, Princess Anne herself. We love her. So if you've been watching The Crown, you will know and just in case you're like my mother and thought there was only one season of the crown, there are three. And in the third season, the most recent, you get to meet princess. Anne. she is the second child, I believe of, um, Prince, um, my God, Prince Philip. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And the queen. And, um, so she's a couple years younger than Prince Charles. Mm -hmm. And, a lot of Americans certainly don't really know much about Princess Anne. She's kind of the quiet one. Yeah, right? But she is, oh, to me, she's like the best of the children. And of course, it's a woman, right? Because a woman in that system, in that world, the world of royals, occupies a very specific place, especially when she's not direct in line for the throne. Right. And I think like... it. First of all, there are just some things about her biography that you will love and you will be reminded of if or learn about if you didn't know in this Vanity Fair piece. Um, she actually sat down with a, uh, a reporter. Back when you could sit down with reporters. Exactly. Um, and, you know, she opened up about some things, but it's just a nice refresher on her biography. Like, you may not know that she was actually held at gunpoint what? and basically told a guy like who tried to um, carjack and take her hostage for millions with her hu- boyfriend or husband at the time. She was like, yeah, this is not happening. And like, you know, single handedly survived this like crazy. When did that happen? That was in the 70s. OK, because I was going to say, I don't know that story. Yeah. And I never it feels like it might have been headline news. It it ac- absolutely most certainly was. Headline I just news. wasn't a thing yet. Um, And I didn't know about it really until I started paying attention um, a number of years ago. Also, you may not understand that she um, has won. She competed in the Olympics. I do remember I think her that. Daughter uh, Zara. I think her daughter Zara has won a silver medal in the Olympics. Like she's also just this great equestrian. I mean, that's where she was uh, an Olympian. But like she, she just has this great biography. Great, awesome, wonderful. So go learn about that and just appreciate all that is Princess Anne. But also in this article, you're gonna hear about her essentially her philosophy of life. And her philosophy of life is just something that I'm all about. Like, if I were going to be, like, a fancy royal, I would be Princess Anne. Okay, what is her philosophy of life? I mean, her philosophy of life, and really, I've seen part of this conversation come out in tabloids as, like... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. A dig to uh, Princess uh, Meghan and, or Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Yeah. That, like, she's taking digs from the sidelines. And while I don't know if that's, in fact, um, what the she's case, doing, I think the bigger message that she's saying in this, and I just want to find the quote, um, she talks about, I'll just sum it up. Basically, she's like, kids always think that they need to reinvent the wheel. She's uh-huh. like, and people forget, like, I'm old, but like, I was young once. I was there. Yeah. Like, I know what you can change and what you can't. And while it's there's an impulse to want to completely upend the system, you have to understand why the system is the way it is and then go about figuring out the best way to maneuver through it and change what you can. Like, you can't change everything. Um, and And throwing out everything to try something new generally isn't a good strategy in life. You know, it's interesting because I had sort of heard vaguely seen headlines and I didn't read the articles, mostly because I feel horribly inept when it comes to the royal family and understanding, you know, what everybody's role is and why things are the way they are, which honestly, I mean, actually kind of speaks to what she said. Um, But I had seen headlines about this as though she was throwing shade at Harry and Meghan, like you said. But then when I hear her say that, I think actually there's a lot of wisdom in there because she she does speak from the experience, and we all do as we age into another stage in life, of looking back with clear eyes Mm -hmm. about what it felt like to be at that age and stage and what your hopes were and what your dreams were and why maybe you weren't able to accomplish all of them in the way that you had set out to. Right. So like I, it may be a dig at Harry and Megan, but it also may be a very honest assessment of life of life. <laughs> it can be both. She, she um, says just really quickly, she goes, you don't necessarily look at the previous generation and say, Oh, you did that. You went there. Nowadays, they're much more looking for, Oh, let's do it a new way. She goes, please don't reinvent that particular wheel. We've been there. Yeah. Done that. Some of these things don't work. You may need to go back to basics. I mean, I kind of love her for that. Yeah, I do too. I'm going to thank you for that report of the report, Bradley. And uh, I will be reading that. VanityFair.com. Go read it. Go read it. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about. We call them. And we'll tell you about them after this. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, this is douchebag. Jared Leto. Why, Jared Leto? I'm so upset about this. Okay. So, you know that one of my favorite TV shows of all time is My So-Called Life. Yeah, that's like one of your favorites. This show was before, thank you, was before its time. And also, we were robbed because it was canceled after only 13 episodes. It's the worst. Mm, one of TV's biggest tragedies. It really is, Holly. It I really mean is. I mean that. It was seriously ahead of its time, and, and I just don't think that TV could handle it. So, okay. So, 
the la- like in the last couple of days, uh, one of the members of the cast, Wilson Cruz, who played Ricky Vasquez, okay, screenshot a Zoom call, a reunion of most of the characters. Oh, fun! In my so-called life. Okay, so the first thing I want people to know is this was like their reunion. This was not like something they recorded to share with the world. This literally was like a lot of the main characters of the show just having a connecting moment, which I thought, first of all, was so sweet because after, what, 26 years or something asinine that makes me feel very old, yeah, they still are just, like, adore each other and were, you know, yeah, wanted that, to take a minute to, to like... Good. Yeah, it was a total feel-good. So then, as a fan of the show, you see this picture and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool, and there they all are together, and you see their so faces. Happy. Yeah, and there's, like, it's just Brian Krakow was there, and... Ray and Graf. I mean, everybody. It was a time. It was a time. And nostalgia's like, that's hitting on all cylinders at this moment. Exactly. But guess who's missing? Jared Leto. Jared Leto, the one and only Jordan Catalano. Rude, but also like the most Jared Leto thing in the entire world. Did he say why? Did he have like a dumb... Okay. No, actually, he hasn't said anything. I will say other fans like myself have noted his absence from the Zoom call. Um, I just... You know what I and the, you know what this did to me is I thought okay you know I've been like hurting for certain to try to find something to watch yeah of course I'm like you know what I'm gonna go back and watch those thirteen episodes again oh did you I'm not yet oh. I just found this today so I'm gonna need some time because that's thirteen hours well you know that's not that much it's true um, especially not in the time of quarantine um, but also I thought you know I'm gonna watch I'm gonna rewatch my so-called life and then you know what else I'm gonna dig into no what my other one. Favorite. This is like my number two favorite show of all time. Facility. Facility. Felicity. Oh God! I was like, I don't remember facility. I always call Felicity facility. But like about like a water treatment plant. Yes. Janitor's uh, facility. Yep. No, I'm gonna watch Felicity. There's too. a leak. <laughs> What's Felicity about? I never watched Felicity. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Carrie Russell plays Felicity. And she, I almost said Felicity Huffman. <laughs> okay, that's a different story. <laughs> it is. No, she plays the character Felicity, and Felicity um, is this really, really smart student who they go, she graduates from high school, and she decides rather than go along with all of the plans that she's carefully laid out in her life, she scraps all of them to follow a boy that she has a crush on to college. Aww. And it is literally following her over the four years of college as she found herself in a place where she had not intended to go. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's such a great coming of age. And, you know, I was at that age when I was in college. My college time, like, really lined up exactly with Felicity, pretty much. Yeah. So it was such a, like, slice of life at that time in my life. And the same goes for my so-called life. I was the same age, really, as the characters in my so-called life when it was on. So it, it had that nostalgic, has that has that nostalgic sort of throwback for me did nobody like comment none of the cast commented on the fact that jared wasn't there not that i know yet of yet i have not weird i'm just he just i think he's just one of these kids is doing his own i mean i don't think it's weird that he didn't show up i just think it's weird that people weren't like acknowledging the elephant in the room right well maybe he wasn't invited Mm, there's also that option you're kind of you're correct i feel like he wanted to do the like I'm better than everyone so i don't show up jennifer aniston justin timberlake Mm -hmm. um 
uh, Suzanne Summers, etc. Yeah. All right, so that's my story. D bag. your D bag? Oh, I'm so excited to share my oh, D bag with waiting. you because he is a public menace, going by a moniker uh, of one syllable. Oz. Mm. Doctor Oz is my D bag today. Why this time? He is a frequent so flyer, by the way. Oh, you oh. ding dong. Hey Holly. Yeah. I wonder if we could play this audio or should we just not? No, let's play well, it because I want to hear on. it from I've my... got it for you. Oh, you I want to tr- okay. hear it from his that. mouth. Well, can you I have that. Where I'm gonna do you have, have that. It? It's under his oh, name. Wonderful. So there's a okay, so here's the thing. Before we get to it, Dr. Oz had some advice <clears throat> recently on a uh, television program mm-hmm. about opening schools back up. Okay. And oh. he said should we just listen to what yeah, he said and then to, talk let's about let it? let him explain himself. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Oz, help us. Well, first, we need our mojo back. Let's start with things that are really critical to the nation where we think we might be able to open without getting into a lot of trouble. I tell you, schools are a very appetizing opportunity. Uh, I just saw a nice piece in the Lancet arguing that the opening of schools may only cost us 2 to 3% in terms of total mortality. And, you know, that's any life is a life lost. But to get every child back into a school where they're safely being educated, being fed, uh, and making the most out of their lives with a theoretical risk on the backside, uh, it might be a trade-off some folks would consider. We need to get industry back, supply lines. I mean, things that we can do without putting the nation at risk. Okay, okay, so first of all, is he drunk or does he have a mouthful of marbles? That's kind of his like he's yeah, I just feel that's like a it's Dr. Oz worse. experience. So essentially, just to recap, here's what he said. Uh, there's this study that says like if we were to open schools up, that would only cost us about two to three percent total mortality. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. what does that mean? That means that um, the virus would kill two to three percent of the people. I'm assuming because those Mm -hmm. are the words that came out of his mouth. And uh, he says any, uh, any, you know, any life is a life lost, but that might be a trade off. Some folks would consider. Yeah. These are just, I am not considering that, you know, they're just children. Well, and it's not just children and and administrators, et cetera. No, he's saying two to 3% period. So that's of everyone. Because, again, remember, the children are not the ones that are going to die. The children are the ones that are going to spread it to your grandparents. So that 2 to 3% mortality is overall, if I'm reading this correctly, which means, because, again, if you, this is what's so asinine Mm. about this behavior. You guys, it's not about you wearing a mask. Right. To protect yourself. Mm-hmm. It's about you wearing a mask to protect the people around you. Yeah, it's not, not about going... you staying home for you. It's about you staying home to not spread it to everybody else in the community. Kids not going to school is not to protect the children. Yes, there is obviously you want you don't want your children to get sick and some children can get sick, but mostly you don't have school because they will then go to adults, parents, mm-hmm. grandparents and spread the virus. Mm-hmm. And then the virus will spread. Like, it's just math. Yeah. And the fact that anybody would say, like, eh, you know, I mean, if that's the conversation you want to have, um, then I just think we're in a very different place. And I honestly have to believe that we're not in that place. I want to believe we're not in that place. I really do. I want to believe that we are a culture of people who care about people's lives and well being. Um, but hearing Dr. Oz say that, 
and knowing that Dr. Oz has some followers in the world, I get concerned. Yeah, I, I've not lost hope in humanity. I think there are a lot smarter people than Dr. Oz, evidenced by the fact that the majority of people have been following the actual guidelines of their governors, the CDC, um, you know, their state health departments. Um, thankfully, I think, in fact, the majority of this world is a lot smarter than Dr. Oz. And I, I just, are, it, he calls himself a doctor. Mm-hmm. What doctor? What doctor? Well, Dr. Doctor? Dr. Drew. Yes. <laughs> what is it with these celebrity I mean, I doctors? I don't even think Dr. Phil would be that stupid. Well, well. Now, by the way, if you don't, um, you know, if you think I'm taking something out of context, I would encourage you to go um, on the internets because that's where you go to do things and read uh, the Lancet study that he is referring to. Um, uh, Just read it for yourself and make your own conclusions. But again, because I think what's going to happen now with that particular story is that he's going to come out and be like, oh, you totally misunderstood what I was saying. Of course, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And then, you know what I would like to say to Dr. Oz? Dr. Oz, why don't you maybe go back to the, like, war on breakfast? Where you can, you know, low stakes spread idiocy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Start, go back well, to but, doing push-ups. Yeah, there you go. Like, go do push-ups with Mark The Wall. low stakes idiocy, unfortunately, I think is a gateway drug. Oh. That's true. You're right. Like, sure, in a time when, like... You know, it's just us boobs talking about um, Lindsay Lohan. Like, it don't matter. But when, like, actual lives are on the line, do you, would you trust us with public health? Uh, you shouldn't. No! You shouldn't. And neither should you trust Dr. Oz. Because despite the fact that he's an actual doctor and has, has a following, um, I would not follow this man down the street, much less over a cliff. Mm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, that's a lot of D-bags. That is some D-baggy D-bagginess. We've got some anti-D-bags today. It's sometimes it's important to balance them out. We're going to, we're going to share with you some people doing good celebrities behaving well after this on my talk one Oh seven one. Well, we had a lot of D-bags to tell you about in the last segment on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live at my talk one Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. But, um, is your microphone on trainer? I just turned it on. Oh, sorry. It was Hi. There we go. Hi. <laughs> Muscle memory. Um, it just happens. Uh, but uh, we do have some celebrities behaving goodly. And oh. So we're going to do a little anti-D-bag. A-bag. A-bag. Thank you. That's our anti-D-bag uh, sounder. Uh, okay, so can we just start with Michael Shea from oh, Saturday yeah. Night Live? Yeah, sadly, didn't he like lose his grandma? Okay, so interestingly, yes, she she died from coronavirus. And he talked about it a little bit on the uh, Live at Home Saturday Night Live. But I, I guess I didn't realize it was from coronavirus. I maybe just wasn't paying close attention. Um, but I did know that his grandmother had died. But it, yes, it was from coronavirus. Earlier this month, his grandmother died. And he posted the following, and in it, he uh, he took some action, and this is what's so spectacular. He writes on Instagram, It's crazy to me that residents of public housing are still expected to pay their rent when so many New Yorkers can't even work. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I can't offer much help my, by myself, but in the spirit and memory of my late grandmother, 
I am paying one month's rent for all 160 apartments in the NYCHA building she lived in. Oh, wow. That's awesome. He said, I know that's just a drop in the bucket, so I really hope the city has a better plan for debt forgiveness for all the people in public housing, at the very least. Um, and he said, let's fix this. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay. That is so... Can you just even... That is so generous. No, it's totally generous. Um, so and, he it paid, made a real difference in those people's lives. Yeah. He paid the rent for all 160 apartments in this New York City Housing Authority building that his uh, grandmother lived in. Um, and, you know, and in doing so, he's raising some awareness. Oh, sure. Of, you know, I think right now everybody's focused on their own experience of what the stay-at-home order looks like. Um, And so maybe some people aren't actually considering what this is like for, um, you know, those in public housing in this case, or, you know, those who have, have less Mm -hmm. and, and that there isn't necessarily a plan for that. And he's um, calling awareness to that. And I just, yeah, when one person, he's a really cool guy. When one person has to step up to take care of something that systemically should be change yes it's sad but it's also an opportunity for you know in this moment people to do things differently so hopefully that helps bring light to that plight because there are lots of people in public housing across the country yeah much less just in one particular building in one particular part of new york and you know and there's other thing like we talk a lot about celebrities i think we had a conversation recently about um Lady Gaga's father's restaurant uh, having to do like a GoFundMe to try to get some help for the workers that were furloughed. Um, And we were like, ah, hey, Lady Gaga, you want to show up for a hot second? Because there are many celebrities who have some extra. And the fact that Michael Che just thought, yep, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do this. Um, yeah, I, we, it's just it's a good example. We have, you know, certainly um, gone after celebrities and poked fun at them for taking opportunities to get attention for all the good that they're doing. But, you know, at, at a certain point, you don't care because they're doing good. Um, but I will say that I bet there are a lot of celebrities who are doing things like this who we're not actually hearing about. Right. Um, because they just do it because it's the right thing to do. And that's just everyone. But and it should be anyway. Right. And what Michael Che does is he he it's like a one two punch. He like raises the awareness and puts his money yeah, where his mouth exactly. is. So I give him credit for that. Well, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro are auctioning off, or essentially raffling off, I should say, a chance for a walk on role in Martin Scorsese's upcoming feature production of Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, David Cran book. That's a really good book, by the way. Okay, so you might be excited about this movie. Well, all you have to do in order to be considered for a walk on role is donate to the All In Challenge, which will help those in need during the COVID 19 crisis. Um, so you make that donation. Hang on, let me let me just look. Oh, see, I'm trying to link to where you can make that donation. It's not easy to do. 
Anyway, they've issued this challenge to everybody, and what you can gain from it is the opportunity to walk on um, in that movie. Okay, That's cool. all in challenge. And if you look at, if you go to all, no, it's fanatics.com slash all dash in dash challenge. Um, and that is providing food to those in need, kids, elderly, and frontline heroes. Um, and you can, there's a number of different things that are being auctioned off. But one of them is this walk-on role in a Scorsese film. Yeah, uh, and you can enter. So you enter for entries, or you like yeah. you donate for entries. Kind of like that. Um, what's that website Old called? Maze. Yeah, yeah, like that. You can uh, you can donate to be Ellen's next co-host on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Nah. Which I would like somebody to win and then talk to us. Yeah, Thank I'd you. like details, but I don't want to do it. Right? You can uh, you can be in Kevin Hart's next movie by donating. You Bieber can... sings One Less Lonely Girl at your house. I mean... That would be really awkward. Kind of. Although, you know, he might be able to fill your living room more than a stadium these days. True. Um, you can play horse <laughs> with Magic Johnson. Play horse? <laughs> yep. What does that mean? It's a basketball game. Have you have you ever played horse? No. What is horse? It's like a. Oh, now I can't even. I used to play it all the time, but now I can't remember. It's like a shot for shot game, and you're trying not to get, or you are trying to get horse. You get a letter for each shot you make. I think. Okay. And the first one awesome. to spell the anyway, and that's with who? Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson. These but he'll awesome. also let you sit courtside um, for a Lakers game. I did just want to correct myself earlier. David Cran is David Gran. The Thank author you. of um, Killers of the Flower Moon. He's the, the guy that did um, The Lost City of Z. Oh, yeah. Remember that book? Yes, I do. Which then turned into a movie. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's some more celebrities that are doing good. And then finally, um, Danny Trejo. You might not recognize his name, but I promise you, you'd recognize his face. He's an actor. Um, he's an action star. Um, and he has his own restaurant called Trejo's Tacos. And he took that restaurant on the road and uh, set up shop to feed LA's healthcare workers. Awesome. Yeah. So he served up hundreds of bowls for doctors, nurses, administrators, custodians, all working at Cedar sinai in LA. Uh, and he showed up with all that food, all for free to feed directly to feed the people on the front lines of fighting COVID-19. This stuff makes me so happy I because know. there's a problem right now of like food waste mm-hmm. where you have all these people and all these, well, people that don't have jobs, but then you have all these people who aren't making food and then you've got all this food just sitting there and yep. a lot of times it'll go to waste and here they are just, you know, making good use, making of, use of people's labor and food to help those who actually need it. Yeah, it's really spectacular. So um, those are, there are three little glimpses into celebrities who are not behaving badly and we Yay. salute them on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay, thank you. Now, when we come back, uh, you know, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel. So we just got a question for you. It's an easy one. What are you eating for dinner tonight? Ooh, yum. Yeah, what's for dinner tonight at your house? 651641. I might come over to your house. 1071. Nope, you can't do that. But what are you eating? Literally, that's the segment. What's for dinner tonight? 651641107. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. 
visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.